When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host. And Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 141, and I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today quotes Luke 9, verse 62. Insanity is trying to move forward while continuously looking back. Now, joining me on today's show is Dr. E. Michelle Mickens. And Live for Change LLC is a global strategic sustainability consultancy designed to serve clients in two strategic ways. One, by offering their exclusive Be For Real, which is reliable, ethical, authentic learner leadership development series. The second way is by working with decision makers to help create a CSR, a corporate social responsibility strategy that will enhance their sustainability efforts and of course optimize operational efficiency. Now on today's show, E is going to share insights into how to improve your productivity, how to become more sustainable as well as be a more distinguished organization. She's also going to talk about why corporate social responsibility is beneficial and small ways to implement CSR principles in your business model. So important. So welcome to the show, E. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. I appreciate this opportunity. I uh, love that we're going to be talking about uh, corporate social responsibility. This is obviously an area of your expertise, and it's not a topic that we've spoken about before. And I know, you know, as Christian business owners, Christian entrepreneurs, I think we really are called to have that responsibility from a social aspect as well, how our companies and, and what we're doing is impacting that. So look forward to you, you diving in and sharing your expertise. One of the things, E, that I'm doing for all of my guests is just giving them an opportunity to speak about how they got into the business. Was it is, is global strategic sustainability something you've always been passionate about? How did you get into that area? You know, I love your question. Um, I, I often ask myself, what is the draw? And I can say this. I have always fought for the underdog. I have, even from a little girl, I've always wanted to defend that one somebody mm -hmm. that's been cast aside, overlooked, ignored, mistreated. And so that's one aspect of just that whole social justice mindset mm -hmm. that I started off having. And a lot of that has come from my father. My father was a pastor. He's, he's gone now to be with the Lord. Um, 
but one of the things that he always taught us girls, all four girls, um, was the importance of valuing people and that everyone mattered. He, you know, it was twofold with our father. He always taught us that it's important that we demonstrate leadership, that we would try to help people in the best way possible, but that, you know, if there's something that, you know, somebody's being mistreated or something mm -hmm. is not right, yes. that we're to really stand for justice, so to speak. Yes, I love it. And that. then the word of God teaches that, you mm -hmm. know, the word of God is truly our social justice word. Mm -hmm. the, you know, Jesus demonstrate that in everything that he did. And so if we as Christians are imitators of Christ and we are using that word to guide us in how we live and how we function even in our businesses, mm -hmm. then, you know, social justice, um, it, it should be top. Mm -hmm. How we treat our employees, how we treat those who we're in partnership with, all of those things matter. Are we behaving ethically? Yes. And I can truly go on and on, but those are just some of the tie-ins. Mm. And um, I love that. And we certainly will uh, talk a little bit more about why it's going to be beneficial in small ways that we can start to really incorporate and implement CSR principles in our business model. Because one of the, the things that we stand for as the Christian Entrepreneur Podcast is building a kingdom business that honors him in every way and Amen. absolutely in the Bible. Amen. We are um, encouraged, commanded to treat others um, with respect and, and with love, compassion. And I think exactly what you said, how we treat uh, our key stakeholders, our team, how we interact with others and our attitudes yeah. is uh, all going to impact isn't it? So uh, very, very important. Yes. So let's talk about improving our productivity to become more sustainable and a more distinguished organization. What are some key principles we need to be mindful of? Well, first of all, I think, Anne-Marie, it would help to understand what is corporate social responsibility. Yes. Because that definition is like trying to define what is leadership mm -hmm. what is there those are some of those words that depending on how you feel depending on who you ask you're going to get a different response and fortunately unfortunately corporate social responsibility doesn't mean the same to everyone but mm -hmm. i think for at least the sake of our conversation we can agree to define it this way corporate social responsibility involves corporations taking an initiative to protect the planet, mm -hmm. to protect their people, and to make a profit. Yes. Because after all, a business exists. One primary reason is to make a profit. But it's how you're making that profit. Um, you want to evaluate your why. Your purpose should exceed your profit. Mm -hmm. And so that I think it's just a fundamental understanding. So with those things in mind, mm -hmm. um, as you know, since our, we can look at the housing crisis, we can look at the financial crisis that we had in uh, 20, was it 2012, 2016, you know, that, that span of time where we had the bubble. And so society, our citizens started to make customers, they started to make these demands 
for transparency mm -hmm. and more accountability. And so although corporate social responsibility existed on, at some level from a philanthropic point of view where many companies and organizations would you know, donate money and donate their volunteers and time to uh, do good in the community, once that bubble hit, once the economy was impacted so adversely from greed, corruption, and all of those adverse um, issues that impact society, and still there's some residual impact from that, social responsibility took a whole different uh, approach. It became almost the seed in every company. What are we doing to show our customers, what are we doing to show our stakeholders? What are we doing to show investors and shareholders that we are serious about protecting the planet? We are serious about protecting the rights of our employees. We're hearing more and more about diversity and inclusion. Well, all of those are, are outgrowths of being a socially responsible company. Yes. And so you know, um, it's about how are you positioning your company ethically? Mm -hmm. It's one thing to have uh, your your uh, regulations in place. It's one thing to have all of your uh, paperwork in order and saying that this is our mission, this is our vision, these are our code of responsibilities, our code of conduct. But it's another thing when you are on the forefront and you're saying, you know, um, we're going to supply, for example, uh, equipment for our exercise room for our uh, employees mm -hmm. so that they can have a place where they can relax, where they can exercise, where they can come together. Um, someone that's noted for really caring for their employees is like Google. Yeah. Google is, you know, like a millennial's dream. Mm -hmm. It's just a very open space. And, and it's because they had their employees in mind. Um, you know, when you put your employees first, when you are really considering their needs first, you're going to have a more productive mm -hmm. organization. Yes. It goes hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the top demands that stakeholders across the board are looking for, they, they're looking for their bosses to demonstrate leadership by showing how much they value them. Mm -hmm. I love that. In, yeah, so, so important. Yeah, let's talk about um, the difference between companies who are expressing uh, these are our corporate values, these are really important to us. And what I'm hearing you say now, it needs to go much further, it needs to be much deeper. People, companies need to not only express it, but live it, integrate it and live it. Because I Absolutely. think, and when I say live it, that means that it, it is actually being followed each and every day. Because I'm sure that one of the biggest, um, what's the word I'm looking for, um, criticisms for, for businesses is when they say, this is what we stand for, these are our corporate values, yet behind the scenes, their employees, their people, don't experience what they're saying and there's this huge you know <laughs> you know kind of dichotomy where hang on a second this is not what 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 you you are creating that experience so when a business then starts to look at all right these are the the aspects that are so important to us 
they need to change it from a practical perspective too. What do you see in your experience that will often keep businesses stuck from not only defining it, but actually living it? What are some key things we need to be aware of? Communication is everything. Communication is so essential in carrying out a sustainability process. And it's a long-term process. So a couple of things needs to really happen. Leadership. Everything starts with leadership. The leaders, all the executive, you know, uh, decision makers, they they have to carry that um, the bandwagon. They have to be the, the spokesperson. And so it's one thing to say, you know, we're going to to recycle more, or we're going to, you know, carry out these initiatives. And those are small ways that companies can demonstrate that they are going to take better care of the planet. Mm -hmm. But the employees have to see leadership doing what they're saying. Yes. It has to be a tr truly uh, embedded in that, that culture. Mm -hmm. And so there needs to be constant reminders or constant conversation, whether it's in their newsletters, whether they're getting a word of encouragement saying, you know, so-and-so um, was able to work in the community. They did gardenings, they help some, you know, seniors um, find ways to become more energy efficient in their homes. Now I'm saying something that I've done on a personal level, but, you know, co companies can get more involved at a grassroots level. Yes. Um, they can follow their money. If they're givers of, of grants, then they can really take the partnership with maybe a, a non uh, profit organization or social enterprise entity and really, you know, just begin to monitor how that money is being spent that's going to, because measure is measurement is so critical. They can monitor the success of their programs and then really start putting that information in their annual reports, mm -hmm. you know, because investors want to, they want to see that, they want to read it, and then they want to be able to pinpoint exactly what are what are the differences being made in the communities where these organizations where these companies exist yes yes what i love about what you're saying there is so many businesses are looking for ways to stand out and what i'm really hearing is that when they get clear on what values are, are so important for them and i think it really continues to confirm why it's so important for businesses to understand what is our why, our vision, our mission, what are yeah. our core values that underpin that and have a select core, you know, values that you continue to live, breathe, work out, live, you know, integrate within your organization. But what I'm hearing you saying is those success stories, those examples um, can make incredible um, pieces of content, if you will, of how it's impacting um, you know, locally, or maybe if, if it's a, you've aligned yourself with a, a non-for-profit who's doing work overseas that's impacting the lives of communities there. If you share those stories, that is going to connect with your ideal client whose core values are, are aligned with yes. uh, your companies. And I think often businesses don't see the long-term impact that it's going to have. Because I know myself, 
that there are certain brands that I am what we would probably call a super fan and I love what they stand for. And even though their price is more, it's more expensive than others, yeah. for me, it's kind of like, well, it doesn't matter. I know what they stand for. That's important to me. Therefore, you know, my customer, uh, I, I'm going to remain a, a customer. And I think businesses or some businesses don't realise that you can create those solid relationships with consumers, customers who love and what you stand for and will continue to support you and share with their community of the, you know, the impact Absolutely. you're making. Yes? Yes. Oh, yes. You said that very well. Um, I was thinking of a company. I, I won't, I will refrain from saying the name. Mm -hmm. This is this is one concern that I have that I'm seeing is happening more and more. And that is, you know, companies are known for all of these sustainability efforts. They are green, greening their, their uh, products. Mm -hmm. um, this is a shoe company and I'll say it like this. And they are known for lightweight, uh, better materials. They use, you know, less plastic. They're almost at net zero in terms of waste and they're receiving these incredible accolades for all of these um, measurable ways in which they're protecting the environment. Mm. But if you look behind the scene, you'll see that there aren't many, if any, women at the table mm. that some of their employees, um, women have joined the Me Too movement and so I mention that because you, when you are, when you're looking for brand recognition, mm -hmm. you want to make sure that what's happening behind closed doors is in order yes. before you start announcing and, you know, all of these wonderful things that you're doing. Because I look at, you know, the word of God talks about a little leaven, leavens the whole. Mm -hmm. So if you have somebody who is mistreated in the office, oh, you know, overlooked, again, that's that underdog concern that I have. Um, many women were disgruntled in this particular company. Um, and, and it's in the news, so it's not um, anything that's, um, I'm not like gossiping about no, it, but no, nevertheless, no. <laughs> it's, it's, it really kills all of the, the accolades that they've received mm. for they're protecting the environment mm. and how they're saving all these hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know, because um, in their own company, because of the way that they decided to reduce waste and reduce how they're using, you know, um, natural resources. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but you have for years overlooked women in your company and, you know, they're feeling like, how can you get this this you know award mm. and we're suffering yeah so again those those are critical you want to make sure that you're dealing with the whole as a company yeah you want to look at you know women representation you know men the equity piece is just as critical as the economic and the environmental piece yes so important and i think it reminds me of the analogy analogy where people have um used the, the example of a three-legged stool that yes. you need to have three strong legs. You can't be strong <laughs> in two legs or one leg or even two and a half legs because that three-legged right. stool is not going to withstand the weight 
uh, of that. And I'd imagine for companies that are strong in, in one area to ensure, all right, let's look at the next leg, let's look at the next area. If we're strong in the planet, Good. the environment, let's now look at our equity. What can we do better? Can we? Uh, what are some of the strategies that we need to do to have that open door policy where we do invite women um, and, and diversity is so much more and equity is so much more than men and women. It's do we have um, people who may be disabled, you know, all different yes. ethnicities. I mean, it's all very important. What can we do to have a holistic um, open door approach? And then, of course, the profits as well. You know, are we paying our staff uh, enough and, and all of that, those sorts of things. I'd imagine that for businesses, particularly who are listening today, they are smaller businesses, but but certainly as we're building kingdom businesses, we are continuing yeah. to grow and develop and, and we have a CEO that uh, can take our businesses to where we haven't even expected it to go. So I'm going to ask a question only because I know what the answer is going to be and I want you to, to give some key fundamental practical steps. Uh, often we get to a certain stage, well, I'm only a solopreneur, but we can make just as much impact with how we approach our businesses, even if we are just on our own, by some of the principles we've put into place now so that we can continue to ensure that they are important to our businesses as we continue to grow. So for someone, where, where should we start? What are some key things that you would think, as even as a solopreneur, as a smaller business, we can start to do to think about environment, to think about equity, you know, um, equality, and to think about uh, the profits as well. What are some things that w you could share today for us? Absolutely. Something as small as rethinking whether or not you're going to use bottled water or a container that allows you to um, refill and has no BPA in it mm. be or, or contaminants. Something that small can net great um, value simply because as a solopreneur, because many people drink, you know, they're drinking bottled waters and they don't think twice about whether or not that plastic is actually being recycled. Mm -hmm. And even if they're recycling it, um, there are contaminants that still exist in that plastic. Yeah. And sometimes it's not, it's just not properly being handled. And fish are dying. And if you're a fish eater, if you love seafood, like mm -hmm. I love seafood, you're consuming some of that plastic. And so sometimes we don't think about small acts mm -hmm. that have great impact. And you can say, you know, as, as a solopreneur or as just a small company, one thing we decided to do was we would discontinue using straws, discontinue using drinking from plastic bottles mm -hmm. simply because there is just an influx of plastic and it's not being recycled at the rate that it's being used yes yes that's one one something that you know people you know don't really think that's a big deal but it's a huge deal yeah. because a lot of us consume our seafood yes. and so when you think about it, it goes through the chain and you absolutely want to consider your own food chain. Mm -hmm. so, that's so one powerful. something. Yeah, so powerful. And let's face it, and, and then even I've seen um, some companies now, or even solopreneurs, buying, and they're called now keep cups. 
and that's for coffee. So if you imagine that you go and get, you know, sometimes three or four different coffees a, a day, if each of yes. those coffees are provided to you in, in a cup that you will then throw away, imagine if you've got a cup. And let's face it, some of the cups that we can get or bottles that we can refill for our water, they're pretty trendy looking. And if we want to, we can get it branded with our business, our corporate logo. So as we're drinking, our name is, is there in front of our clients. Yes. A great marketing tool. So let's uh, get a, a business name there out there you go. Too. Yeah. And that's, that can make a, a great... huge, a huge impact the environment um, and and uh, you know ultimately as you said because we don't often here's the thing I think um, that when we look well how's it going to impact us because a change of behavior and a habit I think we, we need to go through a period of where we just need to do that consciously but then all of a sudden it just becomes part of who our nature is and part of something That's that we right. think is important but we don't actually see until you you know people like you mentioned you know, by not having the plastic or by having plastic in our environment, it's going to impact the fish that we eat. And then suddenly we go, yeah, I eat fish. What about other things right. that we're eating? We don't often see that or, or recognize yeah. that. But it's, it's our incredible. makeup. If yeah. we if we read our labels more, um, you know, I'm a, a makeup wearer. Yeah. And I had little understanding about the content of the makeup and how at the end of the day, PET and different types of plastic is in mm -hmm. the makeup that we use, it's in our cleansers. Mm -hmm. And so if we make a conscious effort to pay attention to our labels, if we, and, and announce it, once it's a, it's a decision that, you know, corporately, we're going to do X, Y, and Z, or we're gonna eliminate doing this because we learn the impact to the environment. Mm -hmm customers that you might not have had now you're attracting because you're speaking their language yes they might you know that might be the difference if you sell t-shirts that might make the difference that you're only going to use the you know uh t-shirts that 100 cotton yeah. again the, the word of god taught us about the reason why we should use natural 100 you know products because of how it you know, our skin, you know, responds to it. Yes. And it doesn't have that plastic in it. It doesn't have certain dyes in it. Um, so those are just some of the little things that you can really build your brand on and mm -hmm. say, you know what, as a company, we decided to do these things. How do, how do you behave ethically? Mm -hmm. um, it's one thing to say, you know, we won't mistreat our employees and we'll, we'll treat them well. It's another thing to say we start our employees off at, a livable wage and the livable wage may be $20 an hour versus 10 or, mm. you know, something like that. And you, and you can get that dual benefit of taking care of that employee, but you're also able to announce it and, you know, put that in your print, you yes. know, media, uh, social media, however you want to, mm -hmm. you know, expose that and say, you know what, this is how we show care for, mm -hmm. you know, we don't just give them a free watch. Yes. We take it a step beyond. Yes, that's right. Well, a free watch is not going to put food on the table, is it? No, <laughs> not no, not at all. Basis. You're right. <laughs> it might look good, especially if it's a, you know, a real fancy watch. But uh, and look, it's such a great reminder. And, and I love the way that you've reminded us that it's even in the smallest of acts that can make a huge difference. Because when there is two people and then 10 people and then 100 and, and it multiplies across the world, 
that one decision to no longer have plastic bottles, but rather refillable bottles, get them branded, by the way, that that's a tip for free, and a cup, you know, one of the keep cups or whatever, have that branded. Um, what a great way to, and then to hand that out to, you know, to your clients and prospects yes. to say, this is something that's so important to us and we would love to gift you with a keep cup so that you can continue to, um, uh, you know, impact the environment in a positive way. And as they're drinking it, guess whose brand name is being flashed Come around? Come on. I love it. That's I love right. it. <laughs> There you go, maximizing that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, look, it's been such a, a pleasure speaking with you today, Eve. Just those key points, I think, is going to make such an impact on so many. As we start to even, for many of us, reshape our thinking, think about things differently and say, you know, this is God's planet. And unfortunately, we're not really doing a good job looking after it. And I, I, I have to say, you know, sadly, and yeah. every decision we make, even though we may not feel that we have impact or control we can do so with our wallets we can do so with our cuts you know our patronage to make a yes. decision you know what I've, I'm no longer going to to go to you because you're not caring for your employees you're not caring for the environment yes. profits is more important to you so there's lots of different ways but how can people connect with you particularly if they would like to find out more about how you might support them and really putting together a strong policy um, that is definitely going to really position them as an organisation who it finds that this is so important and wants to have this as part of, of their corporate uh, brand and business model. What's the best way for them to connect with you? Oh, I would love to um, schedule a strategy session with them. They can reach me at www.live, L-I-V-E, number four, change, L-L-C. That's www.liveforchange.com. Fantastic. Did I confuse the audience? <laughs> no, that's fine. And well, you know what we'll do is we'll put uh, the link in the show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash TCE141. And we'll put the link there and any other ways that uh, if you're on social media, we'll put your social media links there as well. Because I'm sure okay. um, being passionate about that, there's lots of uh, other different resources and things that you share that people because it's all about education, isn't it? And the more people hear yes. about it, the more they go, you know what, we can start to do that and make an impact um, just through that. So uh, one of the things I'm doing, Eve, for all of my guests on the show as we finish up the show is just to say a word of prayer. May I do that for you today? Oh, I would be honoured. Thank you so much. All right, let's pray. Father God, thank you for the opportunity that uh, we had today to hear from Eve, particularly the passion that she has about you know, helping organisations, helping Christian business owners, particularly who are listening to this podcast, to really create um, a business model that uh, really fulfils um, requirements around, you know, corporate social responsibility around the environment, Lord. This is the world that you created, that we can really make decisions and, and, uh, and have strategies in place that care for the environment, that care for our team, our people, our stakeholders in our business and ultimately, Lord, uh, our profits too. Father, you know, as Christian business owners, we have such a responsibility. We're commanded to really not only uh, look after and build a business, but what impact are we having on the world? What impact are we having on, on organisations and, and businesses and, and other people who are, you know, working for our company or who are uh, doing business with our company? So, you know, Lord, we just want to thank you that uh, we've had this time today. 
that we've learned about just some of the, the simple but powerful ways that we can start to implement some of these uh, social responsibilities. And Father, we just want to uplift Eve in our prayers. Will you continue to bless her? Will you continue to find her favour as she's continued to uh, to really share this such important message in the work that she's doing with uh, organisations globally, Father? We just want to bring this all in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank oh, you so thank much, you Eve. So much. <laughs> you are lovely. Show. Uh, oh look, my pleasure. Uh, uh, this is just so important, and I know for, for you know for, for myself, there's just so much more we can do. But you know what? It starts with awareness, and it starts with a decision and an intention. And uh, oh, I'm certainly good. going to to use. I've got a lot of different bottles. In fact, I'm looking at one now of different. <laughs> you know, these are refillable bottles, and uh, we continue oh, good, to good. use them. You know, when we go uh, to go out and, and about, and um, I'll definitely be doing that with my coffee cups as well. I think will make a yes. huge impact. So, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Emery. God bless you, sweetie. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com, changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.